Alright, I hit the record button again. Oh no, we're going to be talking. And yes, we are going to be talking. So, if this is your first time here, first time listening to a guy in his falcon, this is just basically me talking about my life and kind of mixing both worlds of, you know, IRO experiences with gaming overall now hold on a sec I want to type one last thing alright well huh. as probably most of you guys have known or maybe have heard of but I changed my tag and the tag is Falcon and a lot of you guys are definitely confused on the spelling because everyone, whenever I go on Twitch, just to surprise some people that I changed my name, they would literally pronounce it like Fakon or Fakon, which is interesting, but it's technically Falcon. I tried to put the underscore next to the A to kind of cut the one of the sides of A in half and kind of use it to kind of finish the L. I kind of thought it was a clever kind of idea that I could implement, but it kind of confused a lot of people's um, <laughs> a lot of people's bots because bots will automatically like lowercase most of my letters, so then it just kind of makes no sense. I mean, I could have thought something like that, but you know, the name Falcon was already taken by some people, and I tried changing as much as I could, but this right here was more original, and people actually kind of dug it. Well. Friends dug it. I don't think viewership kind of increased at all when that happened, but, you know, it's it's fine. You know, it's a new tag. You know, I've had this, you know, I've had my old tag, Ninja Falcon, since, like, 2010, when Minecraft... But, like, yeah, before Minecraft 1.0 came out. Yeah, um, one of my childhood friends uh, introduced... Well, my childhood friend technically got me into Minecraft a lot more. And made me beg my parents to pay like $15 because I didn't own a card because you had to get a card to purchase the game. And you know, I was like 12, 13 at the time. And, uh, you know, I, I had a blast with it. Like, I loved exploring. And so I need a tag. And the first thing that came to mind was Ninja, which was my brother's like RuneScape tag. And I was like, nah, I can't just take that. I need something else. I need. And that was like, I think during that time we were learning about medieval warfare. And also I was playing Super Smash Bros. Melee. And I was playing Falco and I kind of thought about Falco as a Falcon. I mean, I didn't main, I mean, Captain Falcon could have been like another one, but no, it was Falco. But then we realized, nope, he's not Falcon. He's a pheasant. Well, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, there goes that. But, you know, the idea of falconry was a topic I studied during like those middle ages medieval uh, themes that you know we learned in sixth grade and i was like all right ninja falcon but i couldn't just do ninja falcon i kind of assumed everyone just added a number at the end of their name because it just looked cool so i ended it with two ninja falcon two and apparently it oddly caused kind of a little uh confusion of 
so, uh, what happened to Ninja Falcon 1 or Ninja Falcon 3? Like, what happened to those people? <laughs> and it was kind of hilarious at that time. But, like, beforehand, before that, what kind of was, like, an idea. Um, when a certain streamer by the name of uh, Ninja, or Tyler Blevins, if you guys want to talk names, um, when he blew up Fortnite, or made Fortnite, uh, become a bit more popular, because previously he was a Halo streamer, with some Battle Royale, uh, type of experiences, with, like, which, like, H1Z1, or something like that, and a bit PUBG, he then decided to just go on Fortnite, and blew the whole world up, and everyone started loving Fortnite, and thanks to Ninja, I was kind of the butt of a joke, like, oh my god, Ninja's playing Fortnite. My god, I that was like kind of like the stepping stone of like me slowly just going, I'm starting to lose interest in Fortnite now. <laughs> and then I stopped because people were just making this joke constantly. It kind of annoyed me, kind of like the same time in middle school where just no matter what I do or what I say, everyone would think that it's about Pokemon. But just because I play Pokemon competitively and I love I love that franchise doesn't mean it's my whole life well I guess it kind of was but like people wouldn't let me have an actual life for obvious reasons but yeah <clears throat> yeah another story for another time um and like I've had Ninja Falcon for quite a while and that's what I was kind of known by people would call me Ninja people would call me Falcon People would even have, like, nicknames like NF or NF2. Like, those were fun nicknames. I actually didn't even know NF was a real person until later. But I my tag kind of existed before NF blew up in the rap scene. Very deep shit from him. I will be real. Like, once DJ uh, got, got me into him, I was like, holy shit, this guy's good. <laughs> And, like, it was so odd, he was, like, very family-friendly, yet he would talk, like, a lot of deep stuff. For real. <laughs> and I, I guess that kind of, uh, made me a little bit, uh, I guess inspired to work a little bit hard, but, you know. At some point, you have to juggle, like, a lot of things to a point where you'll have to, like, change yourself into like you know what your identity kind of is and you know i was a guy who loved gaming i loved every aspect of gaming the speed running the casual play the competitive scene even the glitch hunting i was very into all that but like i didn't really like know what my identity could actually be at that point and so i decided you know and so like you know 10 years later, no, actually, no, 13 years later, I've had this tag for 13 years, god damn it, <laughs> like, 13 years later, it was, like, that time to, I guess, hang up the robe, and say, you know what, Ninja Falcon 2 is good, but, like, I think I should probably simplify it to just one name, and it'd be Falcon, and I actually did talk with, like, a few... And, like, I remember I was watching uh, a speedrunner, and I was talking with her about... Uh, 
I was like kind of talking with her about tags and such, and she was like, you know, I'm pretty sure like you know nobody's using Falcon. You could probably like maybe maybe like ask some Twitch Twitch staff about it. And I was like, okay, it's not a bad idea. But then later I found out like Falcon was kind of taken recently. I guess it was kind of taken, and then it wasn't taken, and then it got taken again. Like, it was like this big old parental fight about who was going to get the tag and who wasn't going to get the tag. And at some point, I then I ended up just finding this creative way of, I guess, making Falcon. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take it before anyone else. And announce it on Instagram, and boom! I did it. I did it, and... Shit. I'm doing it. <laughs> and like last week, I just received my uh, jersey from uh, Res City. Well, before they're disbanding. And it had Ninja Falcon on it. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to still keep this jersey. I'll still wear it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I changed my tag and all that. But like, I don't really consider Ninja Falcon really much of a dead name to me. Because, I mean, I guess when a lot of people change their identity, you, whenever, like, some people, like, shout out their dead name, it becomes offensive. But, like, someone, if someone, like, shout outs my, my uh, I guess, dead tag, like, Ninja Falcon, I don't really feel like I'd be offended. Because, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes I think it's okay to know your root, to know where you came from. That way you can hopefully find yourself out a little bit better. Like, you know, it's okay to, you know, still remember your roots and, you know, look at the positive side of those roots. Like, you know, Pokemon got me to where I to where I am and Minecraft and, you know, if it weren't for a game called Minecraft, I guess Ninja Falcon wouldn't exist. <laughs> and, you know, I don't really consider myself a uh, perfect person. You know, I've made some mistakes in the past. You know, people can be kind of... It's We kind of reached the point today where things just get really sensitive. And, like, I look at my past and I go, yeah, I mean, I did some stupid shit. But, like, I never really get a lot of repercussions for that stupid shit. Well, not like repercussions, like cancellation or anything like that i can't really i mean i can think of situations that you know don't age well but you know in most of my cases i was in my youth like 15 14 teenage years it's life you know you don't know like you know what can happen from that era you know i guess that's kind of the topic i was gonna really put it up about and that was technically this idea of cancel culture. Now, why would I be talking about cancel culture at this time? I guess maybe the identity change can kind of, I guess maybe, contribute to some idea. Or like some people will be like a butterfly. Or like evolve into maybe a different butterfly. But then... You know, you start as a caterpillar, you're kind of learning the ropes. And at one point, you learn something. And so then you kind learn something, whether it be like, you know, making a mistake or failing at a big gig or something. 
And so you just huddle up in a cocoon and just just want to stay there and just take a breather. <coughs> and then later, once years go by, you then later decide, you know what? I'm going to try something new. I, I think I figured it out and you know I want to go for it. So you burst out, burst out of your cocoon and you go for it. You try to fly in different directions and hope and see where the wind takes you. And you know it could end up in the same situation where you you know you see where the wind takes you, and then your wings get cut off and you're back to being a caterpillar again, because now you're because now you gotta climb up a mountain at this time, and then you gotta climb a tree at some point. I mean, figuratively, obviously caterpillar caterpillars and butterflies don't last that long <laughs> but uh y you see what i mean it's almost like this idea of reborn kind of well unless your name is logan paul you've done that shit way too many times <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean there is something about you know a certain person's career compared to the person itself like, for instance, when we talk about people like Alfred Hitchcock, like, when we think of Alfred Hitchcock, the first thing that comes to mind is very great suspenseful films. Psycho, Vertigo, The Birds, Lifeboat. Um, <clears throat> he, made a he made a bunch of others. And tur in a turn of events, like, you know... You look at his films and he's like, wow, this guy was a genius. Like, oh, like, I am a big fan of him. But, hilarious note, a lot of people in the film industry despise Alfred Hitchcock. I'm not, I'm not just talking about people of today, but, but like people who lived in the 1940s during the time of talkies and were Hitchcock actually um blew a bunch of bridges like you know back then you could just walk into a movie theater and just be playing like you know on repeat and you just walk in you just watch the film after you pay a few cents it just keeps going on re repeat all the time and then when alfred hitchcock made psycho he kind of demanded the theaters to set a time because his films were about actual storytelling. Or, you know, they were about actual storytelling, but it was more like storytelling as in, like, oh, shit, this is happening? Like, suspense was definitely his go-to. And he wanted to surprise the audience with some of these mystery type of films. You know, a lot of film noir, basically. And so, basically, he set a certain time for people to show up, so that way no one can spoil the film if they're watching it on repeat anyways. And there was a reason for that. Because in Psycho, people were wondering who the killer was, and they all thought it was his dead mother, but it was him all along. Ooh, the twist that shocked the world. 
Hitchcock, how he made that movie, he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> like, no joke, he did a lot of stupid shit to get a really good picture. And at some point, you kind of have to. But, like, you know, he wanted authenticity. And he pulled it off. By, by literally turning the water on cold on that one actress during that one knife scene when she's getting stabbed. He turns the water on cold. She freaks out. Like, very authentic because of that cold water. And bam. Money. Kind of messed up. I mean, he also did a lot of crazy things later, but I'm not going to, like, go through the entire list of what he did, but, uh... <clears throat> but, in term, but in terms of this idea of cancel culture, there was, like, this thing where people would try to cancel people because of what people, di what people did in the past. Like, apparently, supposedly, we are at this image where we live in this perfect society... Where nobody can do wrong. Where nobody should do wrong. Otherwise, how the fuck did they get the status they got? Like, you know, for instance, we could talk about uh, Kevin Hart. Remember that time where he was about to, you know, host the Oscars? And then somebody called him out on something that happened like five to ten years ago? Because he said something homophobic. Now, homophobia wasn't really like a very common thing. I mean, it probably was. I don't know. I was not at an age where I kind of knew the world better at that time. So it probably was true. It probably is true that it was very homophobic back then. I went to a private school. Anyway. Um, but for an event that happened like 10 years ago, just saying one homophobic thing on Twitter made him lose his chance to host the Oscars. Like, like, can you imagine just a tweet, just one tweet that happened at a time where things are still evolving? One guy said it and everybody's pissed. And so then he goes, okay, yes, I said it, it it's there, but you know... We didn't know better. We still don't know better. We're getting used to shit. You know. He wanted to, like, you know, let people know that, you know, that that's not him in the past. And, you know, it's... You know, it's something. Right? You know, you own up to it. You know, you did say it. You know, you own up to your shit. And it was years ago. Like, it wasn't anything, like, insane. Like, assault or... Or sexual advances. It was just... Just a couple of homophobic slurs. Not directed to someone, but it kind of offended people. And then it costed them the job, and... People are now... People end up getting tense because it could happen to them next. Like, oh shit. Well, okay. Let the tomatoes fly at this point. Because, I mean, let's be real. Everyone's probably fucked up a few times. Heck, I think gay people probably have said some homophobic shit in their own past. And then they realize, well, you know, I like men, I like women, or I like the same, the people who are the same, 
sex or gender as me, so therefore, you know, I guess I might be screwed if that gets shown. But at one point, we need to understand where forgiveness is. Because, you know, something like that, oddly enough today, can tarnish reputations. And no one's perfect. And I feel like it's just, it's just childish. It's like tattletaling. Like, you ever just walk up to a cafeteria? You ever just go up, go over to the cafeteria and, like, you know, like, you know, you ask for a pepperoni pizza and instead you were given a cheese pizza. And rather than, like, you know, just let that go and eat your pizza, you wait 10 years to just try to get that cafeteria worker fired because... She gave you a cheese pizza and not a pepperoni pizza. Like, oh my god, remember that time when I was given when I when I was given a cheese pizza instead of a pepperoni pizza five years ago? Like, damn. But like, obviously, it's not like the same kind of, I guess, importance and trend as it kind of is now. But it has almost. But it can parallel only towards this idea of just trying to tarnish someone's reputation over something that, you know, nobody knew what was appropriate and what wasn't appropriate. It was all the Wild West in the internet days. N-words were flying, slurs were flying, disabled people being made fun of were all over the place as well. Like, it all was there in the Wild Wild West. And what can you do? absolutely nothing just watch people be a little nosy and then let them tear someone down it's this idea of the art versus the artist because no matter what that person's work cut in or what it represents like it doesn't matter because now sometimes that person can oddly enough represent the art and if that art represents the person without really any context other than the art was thought of, created, mentioned by the person, then we're in the middle of a shit show storm fire, supposedly. It almost reminds me of this movie called Tar. If you ever watch Tar, it's basically about this uh, conductor, musician, who has a very deep connection with classical music and throughout this entire film a lot of events kind of happen but like not everything has a lot of context and within the no context situations the outside starts to mention things like oh this person oh this woman is grooming this child oh this woman is just evil like she is She's done some vile things. She's the reason that person committed suicide. And then, like, there was this one scene where she was given this whole spiel on this idea of Bach being supposedly cis white gender and one student just doesn't like his work because of that. Which, a lot, which, like, in most cases, when you watch the whole scene, you kind of side with the teacher but then when you see that scene come back 
in the form of an iPhone video that's been cut up and changed up, you kind of see it as, well, okay, shit, it looks like, uh, she is an asshole. And, like, the context can be very questioning. At that point, you don't know what to believe. But then you just see everything just fall apart. And then by the end, she's in another country doing different things. Just remaking her reputation. And I feel like, you know, when things just pop up, we always just jump to the conclusion with the audience, with what the people say, regardless of the situation. Without further context. But once we get the actual context, then our detective minds are like, okay, okay, this makes sense on why people are upset. And then at some point, but then, and then at some point, we then just go, yep, all right, this person is definitely an asshole based off of this and this, based off of a one take. And there you go, problem solved. This person's confirmed an asshole. You know what this guy sounds like? Hogwarts Legacy situations. So Hogwarts Legacy, if you guys are not familiar, Hogwarts Legacy is a game that's just literally an open world Harry Potter game where you are a student in the world of Harry Potter. And this had additional writing help from a certain woman named J.K. Rowlings, where she was the writer of all the Harry Potter books and the Fantastic Beasts. And then she helped write, well, sort of write, the Her the Hogwarts Legacy game that many Harry Potter fans hoped and dreamed to play. But, suppose, but unfortunately, a lot of people wanted to boycott this game over the fact that J.K. Rowling's basically represents the series and gets royalties of it. Now, this is where the debate of art versus the artist starts getting a little bit insane. Because here's the thing. We didn't know about uh, J.K. Rowling's tweets of saying transphobic things to certain people. But from that, <clears throat> this led to the idea that, you know, J.K. Rowling's getting all the royalties. So they figured they would boycott the game. Hey, you know, you want to boycott the game and not buy it. That's all. That's all the power to them. They don't. They don't have to buy it. It's all cool. However, there are a lot of people that really love the Harry Potter franchise. Most of which even were also trans identified. And this is where things get a little bit too crazy. To where, if you were to buy the game, and stream the game. You are considered to be helping the transphobic people. And you yourself are considered transphobic. Which when I looked at it, I was like, wait, what? Okay, this makes no sense. Okay, uh, I'm contributing to transphobism. Alright, let me do my research a bit. Alright, so who's writing this? You know, you know, J.K. Rowling's is writing this. And, you know, there's an actor who's... I guess identify as gay because I guess that's what people are putting in all of their headlines. Like it kind of matters. But the fact that, you know, there are like 150 people that worked on one game 
and the only person that people are just riled about is J.K. Rowling's. All because she's basically helping with it and getting royalties. Which really boggles me because here's the thing. When you've written like seven books, all that become heavy successors, and then you make the Fantastic Beasts, and that also becomes a heavy successor, and you start making all the material that's also heavily successful, that everyone, you know, the fandom is around, you know, we got the Hogwarts world in um, Universal, and then just one tweet gets exposed from J.K. Rowling's, and then a few others. And rather than just, you know, just disagree with J.K. Rowling's thing, with J.K. Rowling's tweets, and trying to make a better, and try to make, like, you know, kind of a better life, better life, and, you know, be more accepting within people who love Harry Potter, they choose to bully, torment, and, like, cancel, or, like, label, or in this case, witch hunt, people that stream Hogwarts Legacy. You know, they go on Instagram and they tell people, um, yeah, if you buy this game, you are considered to, you know, helping the uh, transphobic, the transphobic people, and you kind of represent them as well. Like, I'm pretty sure you shop at Walmart, and I'm pretty sure you sh you eat Chick Fil A because let's be real, we've all at least done that before. And here's the thing: everyone is going cry wolf over one person that's already, like, set to retire if she wants to. Like, we could boycott her game, we could buy her game, I don't think it's gonna matter at all, because I think she's already made it. And if someone's already made it, you could technically boycott someone, or not buy their product, vote for your wallets, etc. But the fact that they made it, it's already done. And so if you buy that product... Yeah, it kind of adds to it, but, like, she's got unlimited resources at this point. She really doesn't have to. Like, <clears throat> she's not really going to go poor at all. And at some point, yeah, it is kind of like that, but think of Alfred Hitchcock for a sec. Like, people were still buying his movies despite what the shit he did. And, like, here's the thing. He can't technically get royalties because he's dead. He's buried. We don't have to hear from him anymore. He's gone. His legacy's not gone, but him himself is gone, and his wealth is probably already spread around to his relatives. And at this point, like, you know, if you were to buy the game because you love Harry Potter, like, I got nothing against you. Because here's the thing, Harry Potter is what everyone grew up with. And the fact that the trans community would just come together just to witch hunt and bully people. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if, like... Well, I mean, it's not all the trans people. Because trans... Because there are trans that actually do play the game and they love the game. And the so-called trans community still bullied them because they are playing a game made by J.K. Rowling's. Like, well, not made, but... She just helped write it. And that is just, I guess, where... 
I think a lot of, I think where the sensitivity point is just kind of hit. Where it's like the director isn't terrible. The actor isn't terrible. Some of the, you know, CGI people aren't terrible. The ones who animated the game are not terrible. The VFX are not terrible. You know, they're doing their job. And, you know, they, I can tell based off the game reviews and the people playing the game and really enjoying it, I can tell they put a lot of passion into this game. And, well, I haven't bought the game yet. It's on my wish list, though, because I'm waiting on a sale. Mostly because, I don't know, buying a game that's like 60 bucks. That's AAA can be kind of questioning in most times. Well, considering the fact I would spend the full price if it's a Nintendo game, but that's just Nintendo, me being a Nintendo fan. Like how, but like how this was all how this is all going, and how this is all being handled, is so cowardly, stupid. Like I, I get it, you're mad. I get it, you don't like this person. But, like, can you just let us play a fucking video game? Because, like, from, from as far as I can tell, it's not, like, an anti-trans, like, propaganda game. It's just a Harry Potter game. People are bullying people who are playing a fucking video game. And, like, the same thing is kind of happening to, like, Atomic Heart. Where, like, if you are playing this game, you are contributing to Russian propaganda. And I've read those Russian devs moved to Cyprus. And they want nothing to do with that war. <laughs> Literally. And people just cry wolf over, over just one person. They may not know this, but you're, they're literally just putting that one person... That they really do not like for what they said on a pedestal without even knowing. And then they just... And then they try, they try to push this thing... Push this idea that, you know... You are an enemy to the trans community. Because you play this game. And then they just start bullying people and just... And just pushing an agenda on, on those people. Over a fucking video game like like i've never seen that type of situation happen that i thought would kind of occur okay i'm sorry i need to restart this thought my my head's just going crazy because sometimes like you know when talking like topics like this like you know i have friends who are trans who are a part of the lgbt and like you know whenever i think of this stuff you know i'll be real like when I first, like, walked into a public school, I've met my, uh, first trans woman before, and I'll be real, she was not, and she was kind of, uh, a bad first impression, I would say. Like, you know, I got asked out by her, and, you know, respectfully, I, I rejected her. I said, sorry, I'm not interested in dating trans people, you know, it's just not my preference. You know, it's, it's a preference, it's, it's simple. But then this person just keeps persisting and persisting, and I'm just like, okay, this is getting a little bit weird. Okay, seriously, I'm, I'm just not interested in you. And then she responds with, well, you don't know who you are interested in with, interested in. And I'm like, the fuck? So, like, are we just going manipulation tactics here at this point? Like, like just because I said no 
means that you're going to try to change my mind as best as you can. I swear to God. People really need to realize not everyone's going to be interested in anything, even if you change into a different body. No matter how many surgeries you get, it's not going to change anything. There are there will be people that will be interested, but like seriously, just because someone rejects you does not mean they're transphobic. They just have a preference. Now they are well. Now they welcome you with open arms to their friend groups and everything because they think you're a cool person. They're, you're really chill. But like seriously, if you get rejected because they said no to you, just over just dates, relationships, basically. Take the L and walk away. You'll find more people. Well, maybe not walk away, but it's okay to stay as friends. Just take the friend zone, okay? Yes, I know, I know. The friend zone can be kind of complicated, but like... Even if you get friend zone from a guy or a girl, trans woman or trans man, just take the L. It's okay. It's not that bad. Not everyone's going to be interested in everyone. Yeah, I kind of went a little heavy on that one, but <laughs> that was kind of my first impression when it came to the trans community. And when I saw the, uh, when I saw this whole Hogwarts legacy debacle, I was just like, okay, this is starting to become a little bit out of hand. Or, you know, people were like, now people are just not respecting choices. Like, like, you're just kind of creating more transphobic people the more bad impression you kind of give. And bullying people over a video game just because it so happens to be written and thought of by J.K. Rowling's is definitely one of the most cowardice things you can pretty much do that can tarnish your group's rep reputation. And it becomes this cult-like topic. And, like... I mean, you know, it starts to kind of, I mean, I guess it is a cult. It kind of just starts feeling, I guess it starts feeling like a cult because here's the thing. I went to a Christian school. I went to church every Sunday. I know what a cult is when I see one. And it kind of has that same thing. Where like, if you disagree with something, you're going to get punished until you agree with it. It becomes this brainwashing matter that just really starts to kind of sink in. And they will guilt you as much as possible until you're on their side. And it happens to anyone. Both sides, one side, the other side. It don't matter if you're on the right or the left. You will probably do it one way or another to somebody. Rather than just take the L of disagreement... And just, you know, call it good, just as long as nobody's doing any harm to that community, like physical harm, then you're cool. You know, if someone's getting beat up and they step in to help you, good. That's a good person. You know, disagreements exist, but seriously, I think we should just learn to, like, talk to each other. Like, yes, it is made. And, you know, if somebody doesn't want, you know, if somebody does contribute... Don't be mad at them, okay? It's it's just a video game. People just want ways of escaping this horrible life we live in. 
This is why I'm much better off on the fence looking at both angles because that way I can kind of get this understanding of people just at a distance. And, you know, just because I'm comfortable in my skin, in my body, and everything, doesn't mean, doesn't mean I'm against anyone that does. It's just me being content. And there's nothing wrong with being content. You know, we can't change each other's minds about anything. Even if we wanted to. Well, we never will. We shouldn't. Disagreements are disagreements, okay? Just as long as nobody's getting hurt. Nobody is, you know, getting shot at. Nobody is, you know, throwing people into train, into subway trains or something. Just as long as nobody's doing any of that shit. You know, we're good. I just hate it when people just form groups just to talk shit about people. It's really stupid. It's cowardly and it doesn't change the world. It doesn't change anything for the better. You're just making things worse. <sighs> I can't believe this whole world is exploding over a fucking video game that's not even like anything anti-ordinary. It's just Harry Potter. Something we all grew up with. And I think the dangers about the idea of punishing those who play, who buy art, no matter who the artist is, is that the only people we are hurting is kind of ourselves. We're kind of hurting our own society. And we're just not, we're, we're never gonna, we're never gonna come together. And I'll be real, like, I kind of stopped donating to advocacy groups, no matter who they are, whether it's on the right or on the left. I, I just I just kind of stopped doing that. I mean, unless it's an itch.io thing, then I'll buy it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll probably help a good cause or a bad cause, depending. But, you know, it's itch.io. It's a lot of shit, okay? <laughs> but don't worry, I'm... I know who who's good and who's bad, but I'm just going to stop donating to advocacy groups because, you know, I guess the first thing you should definitely do is advocate for yourself. And that's just the best you can do. I mean, sometimes you can advocate for others, but advocate for others, but there's not really a slight chance that many of those people would advocate to you in return, maybe. Well, I guess it'll depend, but to me at least, it's not going to look like that will ever happen. And, you know, sometimes it's fine. But at some point, you know, you just got to learn to grow a pair and try to move on the best that you can. Like, you know, after the whole, you know, after the BLM debacle, this woman kind of walked away with that, with like $7 million of donations and just spent it on real estate not helping anyone. And yet, pissed off the BLM community, but... BLM was still about that movement, and, you know, it kind of surprised me a bit, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, if they were for that movement, but not for that person, then okay, that person was probably not for that movement. And I guess that's, I guess, good that this person's separate, but at the same time, most of us probably got scammed. And that's just something I was kind of afraid of with these advocacy groups, is that they'll take this 
is that they'll take donations and rather than use them for like actual good, many will take that advantage and use it for their own self-gain, basically. And at some point it just becomes just a real shit show that nothing's helping anyone. Like at one point I thought at one point I thought, you know, donating to advocacy groups would like, you know, benefit the community, but then like once I saw something about that community and how they would talk about just about anyone, me included, because I don't share the same skin color or, you know, the fact that I am content with my own body. Just really it just hurts. Like, it makes me feel like I'm being guilted and used for things that are just out of my control. And I just hate getting taken advantage of like that. Like, yes, I looked like some ancestors that did some stupid shit. But let's be real, the ancestors that did some stupid shit are dead. And me trying to pay reparations is basically a cowardly person trying to ask people for just free money. Was I there? Because if I was there, then maybe I will pay reparations. But I was never there. I never existed at that time. I was never at that rally. I never did any stupid shit over there. So why should I pay reparations over something that I never existed in that timeline or time zone? It's not fair to anyone. Like, look, I get it. My skin color is kind of a burden to people. Because I so happen to look like some ancestors that did some stupid shit. But, like, I'm just done with that, okay? I just want to move on and try, try to live. Like, you know, my mental health was already kind of getting worse. And then when this tobacco was happening, it didn't look like it was getting any better. Just felt like we were all being separate in many situations. And nothing was working. But, you know, that's just kind of how everything is just going to turn at this point. You know... I grew up going to church, and I grew up almost brainwashed. And then I found my self-awareness, I realized, what the fuck is going on here? Like, why am I being pushed into this mindset where, like, everyone else is like this, and I could feel like I could end up becoming this? And in some cases, I almost felt like I did. So then I decided, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to walk away. And I'm going to tell everyone that this happened. And I did. I got confronted. And then, luckily, you know, we had a good conversation. You know, the guy I chatted with, who's the principal of the school, you know, he, you know, he was, he was a listener. And I, I respect him. You know, he's a good guy. There are good people. And, you know, sometimes I see a good person when I see one. You know, he wasn't there when all that, all that happened. I mean, he worked at the church, but he wasn't working at the school, if you know what I mean. I'm not going to throw his name out there. I'm not going to. Because I can tell he's a great father. And, you know, I told him about the situation. You know, I told him 
if he he asked me if there was anything I could do, and I just said the damage was already the damage is already done. Like I don't want anything. I don't want money. I don't want. I don't want it. I don't want anything. And I told him thanks for talking. And, you know, if I ever see him, I'm not gonna you know be against him. I told him to tell a couple of people I said hi that still work there because there were some positive people that you know still existed even despite the fact of how the school kind of treated me. Because you know, like I said, I'm I'm autistic, but like. <laughs> I'm not going to throw a whole school into the fucking dirt. I mean, I kind of did with a one-star review, but, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, well, maybe I probably did, which I guess kind of makes me a hypocrite to the whole situation I've noticed, but I guess, you know, it's it's evolution, like I said. Y'all start with your past tag of Ninja Falcon being used and mistreated a lot and you don't know what's happening and then now I'm Falcon and I know what's happening so therefore this is, is what it is and you know it's it's best I could just try to do my best to survive and I know things are definitely hard and you know I've had a bad first impression with the trans community but I will humbly say that I do suck at pronouns. Thanks to private school. So if I fuck up your pronoun, you have every right to throw me into a bus. Because I know how sensitive that gets in most cases. But like, luckily there are amazing people that you know do understand that you know this type of transition is not easy. But it, it's still, it, it's hard. I feel like I'm like going all over the place. <laughs> Like at one point I'm um, talking about my tag change and then this idea of evolution of an artist and their art then and now situation. And then at one point we take that to a whole other level with Hogwarts Legacy and people just getting bullied all over the internet. And then now I feel like we're just seeing cults being formed all over the place. Thinking that they're doing something for good but end up proving the opposite life is hard you know we're all trying to advocate for something we're all trying to get somewhere in life and feel important but I just I guess I just I still don't know how this is all going to end because I wonder once the apocalypse hits who's really going to matter at this point or at that point, pretty much. Because then we're all fucking screwed. I guess that's all I can pretty much just talk about at this point. You know, this is... This is interesting. I mean, I, I don't know what everyone thinks. You know, I, I, I'm going to make a really good bet... People are going to try to nitpick this entire conversation and just try to assume I'm this or that. And, you know, I guess I'm just going to say whatever. Things are just out of control. This world's out of control. I don't even know if this world wants control. And at some point, those friendships I broke off 
I don't know if they were for good or for bad or anything. But like, at least at this point, all I can say is I just gotta keep breathing. You know, friends change. And, you know, we can do what we can. You know, it don't matter if you're a majority or a minority. We're all in this together, basically, no matter what happens. So, I guess I'll close by just saying, you know, we all should look out for each other. Hey, you know, if something is really personal to you, you know, feel free to share it. You know, yeah, it may be controversial, it may be something that may be hard to tell or hard to talk about because of situations that have happened. But, you know, I mean, I won't judge you. I usually sit on the fence and check things out. It's okay. It don't matter which side you're on, just as long as you know that we're all in this together anyway. It's the best we can do. I still don't know how to end off on this, but... You know what? I'll just end it right there, I guess. I'm surprised I almost made an hour <laughs> of recording this. So, if you get, but yeah, I mean, that's it. If you guys uh, ever want to check me out, my Instagram is uh, Falcon, well, capital F, capital A, underscore C, zero. N. And that's the same for my Twitch. And I fixed up my link tree, so you know you can go check that out if you like. And that's just about it for me. I appreciate you guys coming on in and listening to this podcast. And you know, yeah, I mean, feel free to come up with your own conclusions. And you know, it's okay if you don't agree with me. It's okay if you have some issues. You know, I'm I'm fine with discussing things. I'm fine with it. As long as we all could just be civil about it and just talk about it. We don't have to talk about the U's. We can just talk about the I's, you know? Okay, I'm probably talking a little bit too much. I should probably stop before I go blank. But yeah, thanks for listening in. I, um, I'll see you guys on the next episode if I ever make one. Thank you. Take care.